Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Hey! Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. All right, Merry Christmas. Feliz Navidad, everyone. Oh, oh, oh Merry Christmas. This mm. is okay. Pete's Creek, the Double Dumb Tundra Podcast. This is episode two, two, when we are discussing relationship. My favorite topic, uh, you guys. This is part one of the relationship series. So sit back, pay attention, join in the conversation. Grab your coffee. And let's get it in. Let's get it in, you guys. All right, people, we are now moving into this important topic of relationships. That means when you decide that I no longer want to be single doing whatever I want to do, and I want to attach to one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight people. Polygamy. And I am interested in knowing who you are. Uh, now, let me give you a disclaimer. None of us at this table have any kind of degree in relationship biology. Okay? But we have experience. We have understanding. We have perspectives. And so that's what we're going to give you. You don't have to agree with it. It's perfectly fine. I, I appreciate if you don't. But if you don't agree with it, tell us why. You can send us a message on peepscreek.com. That is P-E-E-P-S-C-R-E-E-K.com. Girl, DM us on Instagram at Peeps Creek. It's way easier than sending an email. Not an email on my website. Send a DM. Uh -uh, I pay for that website. I want people to go there. Thank you. Send it. Slide into our DMs. All right. So let's start. Let's start talking about it. Starting the relationship. All right, Atrina. This is your topic. This is what you want to talk about. This is what I want to. So let's start it off. Let's go. So listen. I don't think that anyone here is a is you know, a stranger to the dating game. Um, I think at least at least two of us, the three of us, have been married and divorced or separated or whatever it is. And so I just had some thoughts on relationships. I think that in today's society, like I think especially my age group, that 30 to 35 age group, we are kind of that in-between group. We are that group that went from when Facebook wasn't really relevant, when you had MySpace, but it was still like, you had to put some effort in. You had to call me after nine o'clock, you had to put some effort in, you had to take me somewhere. Let's go to Dave & Buster's, let's meet. Like I had to coordinate with my, I remember coordinating with my best friend and being like, I need you to, she, she needed me to be her wing girl. That's a whole nother story for another day. But like, I think we're in that in between, between like the sliding in your DMs and actually putting some effort forward and having to vocalize how you felt about somebody. And I think that relationships nowadays are very different. Um, I think that dating is very different. I think that the culture of dating is um, is a little warped. And I think that it has changed how what, people... What's warped about it? I don't think that... like I remember dating in high school and college. And it was not a big deal for a dude to tell you how he felt about you because he wasn't putting it on Instagram. He wasn't putting it on Facebook. He wasn't putting it on MySpace. He had to tell me to my face. Like, if you're interested in me, you had to open your mouth and say it. And I think the accessibility of having social media now, it just, it waters it down. And so, um, for me, I feel like I'm kind of old school because I like that. Like, I need you to say, 
if you into me, you need to say that. Sh- but like, if you not, that's cool too. Um, but see, I remember like, okay, so I remember in my first girlfriend was middle school, and so I remember where it wasn't me who wanted to be in the relationship; it was everybody else who wanted us together. Right, because the whole and school so, was involved. Right. So it was a whole community It was a effort. community like, decision. Everybody yeah. was coming over. I was like, okay, are you going to talk to her? Okay. So I'm going to say her name because I still think about her. Her name is Ayana. Oh. Mm, she's so cute. She had all this long hair down to like, I don't know how far her hair went. But anyway, it was this curly, beautiful hair. She had buck teeth. No offense. But it was it cute. It don't matter. That stuff was cute back in yeah, you know, yeah. seventh yeah. grade. So we were, I remember, we were in um, uh, gym. Uh-huh. And everyone came to me and was like, you want to send her a letter? And I was like, you know. Right, because the, the art of the letter was big back then. It was, it, it was but it was very simple. And it you was had like, to write, but you had to like fold that thing. You did. You, you had, had to like, fold it correctly. But you only had friend. to ask a very simple question. Do you like me? Yes, yes or no. no. Check it in the box. Right. Send it back. Like, that's it. That's it. Like. Okay, so let me be clear. Let me be clear. My forever crush in seventh and eighth grade, shouts out to Summerfield in, um, in 97, 98, um, and a little bit of 99. My forever crush was Tim. And um, I remember writing him notes. And I remember the anticipation of the answer back because I was that girl who was like, do you like me, yes or no, and explain. And I would leave space for him to respond. Mm, that's now, too much. Uh-uh, because I would give him all day. I, I wasn't. I, I mean, wasn't. I, I got to shop in my pencil. I ain't got time for that. <laughs> At that time, we had mechanical pencils. No, uh-uh, uh-uh. You, you still, what, what year was that? I did a that? lot. I did a lot. What year was this? 97, 98. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Because 97, 98, I was at Cash Tech High, you Technical were in high, high School, school. <laughs> Detroit, Michigan. Shout out to Detroit, 313. And we still had to get permission from our teachers to go up to the front to sharpen our pistols. We were we were military brats. We had the mechanical <laughs> joints that you just click down. Click, 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 click. Oh, we ain't had that. We ain't right. had no money. So we was a little bougie. Um... But yeah, like we had I a remember, number two. But here's the thing. But here's the thing, though. I remember writing those notes. I remember leaving space for him to respond. I remember the "Do you like me? Yes or no?" and why. And I remember like, "Do you want me to be your girlfriend?" I remember that stuff. And he would take the time to respond. And I think like right now we're in a kind of a popcorn relationship society where it's like you know I guess we together because we sleeping together. And I just think that like people miss those fundamentals of a relationship. And so it gets all right. Thanks, Katrina. That was very helpful, and I agree wholeheartedly. We are definitely in a popcorn society where we want instantaneous results. We want to. I want you to be my girlfriend. I want you to be my boyfriend right now, this moment in time, this date, this moment um and so technology does not help with that um and when we were back in the day writing the letters you had to think about that thing you had to figure out if you were going to give it to the person if you were going to put it in the envelope and how um and so kevin i want you to tell me did you go through the we letter went through writing the, phase? the note phases i i think that's where i learned how to write so well because i was prolific when it came to writing notes, like my notes were on point. Like it, the fail rate was just like zero percent. Like I so was basically, what I hear you say is you were copying from Hamlet nah. and I mean, Othello and Shakespeare. No, 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 no. I wouldn't copy from uh, Othello because I, I was a, somebody. I, 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 I wouldn't a, copy 
stop it from him. I was a thespian of my own. I was I was the man. He was mad at me. It's like a black Socrates. (laughs) What? So wait, so were you still what age did you stop passing the notes? Do you like me? Yes or no? I uh, probably early. I would say like second grade. I was more of a verbal guy. Like girl. <laughs> like, you know, are you trying to you want to go out with me or whatever? I didn't really rely on the notes so much. I was not that shy. So yeah. What about you, David? Where were you? What what did you do? <laughs> did you write the note to the You know, actually I actually I was almost like Kevin as well. I would be more direct if so if I if I like someone or I would use someone else to go and tell the person. I would not do a note the much I would receive notes to be honest, but I would not send mm. notes. My grandmother also used to be clutch because she would walk me to school every day, and when it was hot outside, she'd bring little flavor ice pops. So I would give all the girls the pops, and all the other boys would be like angry at would. me. And yeah, I got crucial. You cool and his grandma. So MySpace clutch. Who used MySpace at this table? I didn't really. I well, used my I did. I had a MySpace. No one was friends with you. You just had Tom. What I need you to do? <laughs> you know, with MySpace, actually, that's when I fir- when I met my first ever boyfriend I ever had. Really? Through MySpace, right? Really? How I did had- that work? I mean, we um to today we we're good friends, Angel. Uh, we're really good friends. Uh, and that's how we met, and that's how that's kind of one of the reasons why I have moved to Houston, Texas, uh-huh. after um. I become 18 and had a job and they move. Um, but yeah, that's how I met my first ever boyfriend. Because before that, to appear something different, you know, for family or whatever, I would have girlfriends. So I have like two girlfriends just to like pretend that I was straight or whatever. But, that's um, so interesting. Wow. It was. That's was. so interesting. And the funny part is, like, when I have my first ever girlfriend that was back in my country, uh-huh. and Which is? El Salvador, right? And my mom and my brother just recently went, and that girl asked my brother and my mom where I was. I mean, she was asking for me. <laughs> he would have You know, that's where he's. I at. mean, I would go, I would say hello because she already had two kids. So, like. <laughs> but, um. What? I. I. I Believe it or not, uh, I did had um, I had dated girls. Okay, so we are going to change the topic for a moment. Still in the matter of relationships, but here's what I want you all to do. Okay, I want each of you to give me one to four words of what you think relationship means, of how to start a relationship. In order to start a relationship, my relationship has to have. These four things. Now, let me tell you right now, because a lot of you talk a lot, okay? Atrina, we don't need all that, right? One to four words. I don't want no long dissertation. I just want you to tell me about what you think a relationship needs or means to you. All right, so I'm looking around the room, and Atrina is the only one who's here for the women. So we are going to go to Kevin Diplomatic. So words that describe what a relationship or that need to be in a relationship. So trust, um, honesty. Um, I would say love, but it doesn't necessarily have to be love right off the break. Um, oh God, 
It's kind of hard to really give words. Okay, then you got two words. You have love. <laughs> you, you said honesty, trust, and love. And love. So Three words. So that's technically two words because trust. it's fine. No Let him one live. asked you. Okay, go ahead, David. I would say um, respect, uh, love, loyalty, honesty, and um, I would say equal. Equality. Equality. What he said. Yes. Equality. All right. Atrina. For me, what fairness. He got more work. I mean, bruh. <laughs> but he got more work. I know, right? <laughs> he All got right. more work. So, Atrina. Um, for me, it's affection. Mm-hmm. It is um, honesty. It is openness. And it is um, the ability to express how you feel. Because I feel like all of that is lost right now in relationships, especially. For and that's for dissertation. Oh, philosophical. Ahead. Ahead. <laughs> Listen, go gonna, ahead. You know what? We're going to come back to that. We're going to come back to that. Okay. <laughs> and so for me, what I think is important for a relationship is honesty, trust, understanding, and recognition that you are trying to bond as one. Um, and so let's talk about a little bit about that and setting the boundaries boundaries of a relationship with respect to that. So, Kevin, um, you said trust, honesty, and love. So, how do you establish boundaries in regards to a relationship based upon those principles that you espoused at the beginning? Well, let's see, trust. So, you, you need to establish what it is that you're doing. You need to lay out from the beginning exactly what it is that you both want from one another and basically what are you um that's extremely important because that way boundaries won't be crossed um feelings won't get hurt because every both parties will know exactly what are the do's and don'ts of the relationship that also brings in honesty um try not to lie i mean not everyone there are times where people don't tell the truth and sometimes it's because they just don't want to hurt the person's feelings or they also don't want people to think that they are a certain way based upon whatever truth is theirs. Truth. Truth. Um, and what else? So we had love, truth, honesty. I'm going to steal loyalty away um, from David. Loyalty is extremely important um, because if you're ever in a situation, like I've, I've been in a situation, I don't go too deep into it, at least maybe not right now, but... Where if you feel as if the person that you're with is willing to put someone else over you to the point where it's like detrimental to you, um, that's a problem, Uh, especially depending on how serious the relationship is. We're talking about a marriage and that your your spouse is taking family over you and situations that make you feel like you're less than or like your opinions and whatever don't matter then that's something you need to do some reevaluating on. And if you express your displeasure to your spouse or whatever, and they just say, well, whatever, you need to deal with it, no, you don't. You really don't. That might not be the best relationship for you to be in. All right. So, David. Right. You, you gave us loyalty. Respect. Respect. Equality. Equality. Oh. Yeah, you did. Did I? Yeah. Trust. Trust. And talk about that. Um, you know, I'm going to actually put myself on as an example. You know, like about a year, like 
over a year ago, you know, I started a new relationship after I would say two years of being separated or being single from my last ex. Um, I think building the trust is coming up to the person that you're meeting clean. Meaning that you will put on the table, look, this is what I did. This is who I am. This is what I have. To at least starting a good path on a good road. So for later on, that won't haunt you and make issues with the person that you're trying to build something. I'm not going to lie to you. At the beginning of that relationship, I thought it wasn't going to work. So that's why I did what I did, you know, hiding stuff. But along the road, things got different. I started thinking differently, and I started seeing something that I never seen before on someone, which is honesty, trust, support, whatever name it, everything positive. So, yeah, I'm gonna not, I'm not gonna lie. I did feel guilty. I did feel bad by lying, hiding stuff. Um, but I think that would be the only different thing that I would do if I would go back in time but, but what what was it that triggered you to realize okay i need to stop lying or i need to stop doing this that and the third what was it that triggered you i think i think that that um to be afraid to lose the person i did not want to lose the person i didn't so i i said to myself that i was going to change not just because of that person but because of my own in um, my own self to be good, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, I was a person that uh, if, it's, if it's blue, I mean, if the color is red and I say it's blue, it's blue. You know, it, it was my, my way. And with this person, I have learned to be equal to a segment I'm wrong. And it's okay. Actually feels great. But nowadays, I mean, everybody's, everybody likes to get what they want. Everybody will be with whoever they want to be, one, two, three per people, like you said earlier. So, so that nowadays, everything is just like. Okay, so thank you, David. That was great insight. We're going to move on to Atrina. Tell us about what you think. You, you listed several attributes of a relationship. Tell me why that's important. Um, I think for me it's important because I feel like men nowadays, and y'all might feel some type of way when I say this, but I really don't care. Just say it, girl. I feel like men play games nowadays. I don't think that nowadays? they... You know, that's just so hypocritical to say. What you should probably do is let me finish my statement before you make mm -hmm. a response. But what I'm saying is that I feel like men play games. And so what I mean by that is that you could care for a woman. You could care. You could care for me but what is your ability to tell me that how how willing are you to express your feelings to me so that i know that it's real and that you're not playing a game and um can i say something i don't mean to cut you off i'm sorry but here's what i have a problem with i roll i know but i don't really care because this is what i have a problem with is that people give that line a lot and when you have a good-hearted individual, a male who's willing to put his heart on the line, there is always this concept that, oh, he too soft. 
he ain't this. He ain't hard enough. Blah, blah, blah. He doesn't he look this. this way. Right. He uh, ain't this. But and I so, didn't say wait, that. Wait, let me finish. Because you're speaking for the women. And so you're going to answer for the women at this table. And so you have folks who's looking for that certain quote unquote, oh, that's my hard time. Oh, my God. Blah, blah, blah. But that's not who's giving you what you want. Okay, but be clear. You just asked me about me. You didn't ask me about all women. And so what I said for me is that I need a man who is prepared to tell me how he feels about me. Make me know without a shadow of a doubt this is how you feel about me. And I feel like that is lacking in today's society. Like, I feel like it is laughed off when a when a woman asks you, how do you feel about me? Like, what would you do if I wasn't here? What would you, how would you feel if I wasn't here anymore? How would you feel if another man came in and swooped me from up under you? Like, how would you feel about that? And me personally, I feel like men have such a vibrato of, I mean, it don't matter because there's so many women out there. Right. That it makes me as a woman, like, you got to bring your A game from me. You can't come to me off some, I think you cute. Okay, so do I. I think I'm cute too. So what else are you bringing to this table? How do you feel about me? Are you willing to get to know me as a person? Are you willing to get to know me in my good days and bad days? Because I believe that everybody has bad and good qualities. And I don't think that anybody's perfect, but I also believe that there are there is a certain quality that you have to have to understand why a person interacts the way they interact. Like for me, I am very clear that my past relationships have made me feel some type of way when it comes to certain things. Um, and so are you willing to be there for that? Are you willing to understand me enough to understand that this may not be 100% about you, but I need you to let me know that beyond that, Beyond the, whatever I came into this relationship, whatever experiences I came with, are you willing to let me know that I want to be there for you? I care about you. You are important to me. If you weren't here, it would matter to me. Um, if somebody came in and you went with them, that would mean something to me. I think that that is something that is lacking in today's relationships because the you dis, you decent, you all right, you cute. I don't want to be cute. I'm grown. I'm 33 years old and I didn't had two babies. You see what I'm saying? So cute doesn't make me shudder in my sleep. What makes me shudder is a man who can be there for me on my bad days. Come on. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? When I'm having a bad day and I don't feel like being bothered and I want you to touch me and it's not about anything sexual. Can you be there for me when I'm not feeling my grief? But can you be there for the man? But or... I believe that I give that. Listen. So, mm. okay. So, I'm I'm going to push back a little bit. Okay. Okay. Because I hear this little speech a lot from women. I'm not saying this is Zach's no, speech because yours is a little long. But you're so rude, <laughs> and this is why I don't like you. What inaugural speech? <laughs> I know. Okay, putting aside that this is a dissertation, if you put this in a succinct fashion, what I hear you say is you want a man who's going to show up, respect you, understand you as a woman, and be able to support you in your ups and downs, irrespective of how that person looks, how you look. Can you depend on this person? Can you can tell you, me no makeup? Yes. Okay, can I can hear you. Can you tell that. me waking up in the morning and Nobody. I had a bad But day. can you take a man who ain't got no job? Like Tommy. Been there, done that. I, that's not my question. I'm saying. 
been there, done that. But can here's you? Here's the thing. Here's the thing about. Let me that. ask the question. Okay, go ahead. Can you take a man who don't have a job, but loves you like nobody else loves you? Here's the thing. If you love me and you are willing to go in with me all the way, no barriers, no flaws, no lies, no um, facades. No but job. I, need to, I need to live with you too, though. No job. Right. Right. No, listen, let, me, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me tell you something. I can't pay for my every phone dude, <laughs> Every dude that come up to you ain't meant for you. Do you know how many, like, okay, so there's a Jesse Reyes song. Shout out to Jesse Reyes. There's a song that says um, that she has that's called Body Count. And one of the lines she says is, you know, um, you don't have to tell me about your body count and I don't need to know your ex's name. All of that stuff to me is real. You don't, all your friends want me to have a baby because I'm a good woman. What I'm asking you to do is come to me with the real. Now, if you come to me with the real and you like, look, baby, I ain't got no job and I'm going to need to move in with you. What I'm going to probably say to you is get your stuff together and then come back. Because I believe that there's a role that a man plays. And I don't think that a man with no job and no ambition and no goals and no effort and no no okay, self, but no self-reliance. Not having a job doesn't mean you don't have ambition. So what I'm I can have ambition. You. Let me tell you something right now. Wow. If you want to talk now, I can have ambition as a pastor, a preacher. The Lord has told me that I need to go and take the flock. Get him, and in order to do that, wow. I need to leave the position in which I'm in. Wow. And in order to leave the position uh-huh. in which I'm in, I need a woman wow. on my will, side what I to do, help me preach uplift. Pastor. What I will do is I will support you from a distance. And what you wow. will not do is live off of me. Okay? Oh. Let me be clear. I'm going to be very transparent. Y'all laughing because this is a fun episode, but the, y'all, the, re, the reality of Wait, time's out. Are you saying you 50-50? Here's the thing. Uh-uh. uh-uh. No, because I don't believe that every, every aspect of a relationship is 50-50 because when I... When I was married and I was in my marriage, I made more. I was more stable. My career was more stable. What I wanted was more stable. I didn't care about that. What I cared about is if you come in this house every day and you give me your 100%, if you can say you left out this door and you gave your 100% and you came back in this house and you said, babe, this is what I brought home for our family, I can accept that. All day, every day, because everybody's gifts and goals and dreams and experiences and talents are not equal. But what I have a problem with is when you try to diminish what I do just to make yourself feel good. Then I have a problem. Then I have a problem because you can't say as a woman that I need to be subservient to you when at the end of the day, baby, you ain't you ain't. Balancing the budget So then This is what I have a problem with Now you want me to treat you Like the king of this castle But you treating me Like a pauper out in the street What I'm going to tell you Is you you and your little check Can go mm. Okay So Kevin Let me ask you this You heard the speech That Trina just gave mm-hmm. Are you okay with A woman Coming to your life Who has a job But then decides that you know, baby, you the man. I need you to take care of me and my family. I love you, blah, blah, blah. What's your response to that? And I don't want to work because I want to take care of the house. I would like to think uh, most men, at least I, I 
I can only speak for myself, I guess, but I think it's safe to say that most men want to be able to be in a position to where we can tell our wife or significant other, you won't have to work. We got it. We going to take care of everything. That's we would love to do that. But, you know, if she's I mean, if she says that, if it's if it's feasible to where I make enough for that type of lifestyle, then so be it. That's that's cool with me. But if it's a situation like the trainer was saying where I'm not making enough for us to survive, let alone if you have this thing about you where it's a certain type of lifestyle that you want to live, then we both don't have to work. That's a conversation we just got to have. It's, it's just a matter of what the, the circumstances are. But yeah, I, I would love to be able to take care of everything. All right, David, you say you're in a relationship. Is that right? Yeah. All right. Who makes more money, you or your partner? My partner. All right. Your partner decides at the end of the day, your partner don't no longer wants to work. You going to take care of your partner? I mean, why not? If I have to get a second job, I mean, he has done so much for me that why would I not put so much effort to it? Now, I mean, the lifestyle that we live is, it will be different because, you know, I won't make the much money that he's making now. So Okay, let me ask you this, though. If he come home and say, I don't want to work because I just don't want it. It's not because he's pursuing a dream or a vision or a goal. It's just because he want to be lazy? He just want to be home. He don't want to work. Oh, no, honey. He needs That's to what work. I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I support a dream to the end of the earth. But if you don't have no vision and no dream and you just want to lay up on me, that's nah, dead. bro, you got to go. That, just, that's, just, that, that's just called inconvenience, I mean, convenience for the person. I pulled something up on, um, it's on Facebook, so it's free, right? Yeah, because people post stuff and it's not theirs. Like, you don't have a right to privacy on Facebook. Okay, so um, <laughs> I'm going to ask this question. I'm so through with you. I am. I'm going to ask this question. This is on Facebook or Instagram, whatever. Same I'm being concept. very honest because of these Moscow mules. Okay. Shouts out to the Moscow mules. We... Disclaimer, we are not describing what ingredients we use for the we're Moscow not, Mules because they all. are not supporting the podcast at this moment. At all. Okay, thank you. Okay. All right. So here's the question, and I'm going to go around. I want everyone to just give me yes or no. Okay. And then we'll, we'll talk about it. Can you be friends with someone you slept with when you were in a relationship? Yes. 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 Same question to you. He's gonna say no. Of course, it's gonna be that one. I am more of the no. <laughs> and you thought you had a friend. Go but figure. That's what happened. But not, put, not, but not putting you on the spot. You do have friends that you have slept with, and you're still friends with them. Oh, this guy. Got him. So, why would you make yourself a hypocrite? Oh, bruh. I need a cookie. <laughs> All right. Let me let me let me let me let me explain this. Okay. 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 Let me explain this. Now, yes or no is the difficult predicament to be in. And the reason I said no is because I want the opportunity to explain. Because yes or no is not difficult. Yes or no is yes or no. Yeah, let your, what my grandmama said was let your yes be yes and your no be no. Okay, and I'm going to tell you my yes is yes and my no is no. Now, obviously, the mother of my child I slept with. Uh-huh. I'm going to be friends with her to the end. Uh-huh. 
And whoever comes to the relationship is going to have to understand that. If they don't understand that, be gone. Because right. at the end of the day, establishing a fruitful, healthy relationship with my son and my mother and my son's mother, who I adore to this day. And no matter what no one says, can't nobody talk about her but me. But that okay? wasn't the question. I'm, I'm getting to the point. Okay. All right. Now, the thing is, I'm okay with people being friends with people whom they slept with when you're in a relationship. But that needs to be known to all parties involved in relationship. Like, you can't have a relationship or did something with someone in the past, and the person that you are trying to engage in the relationship knows absolutely nothing about the person, never met the person, never had a conversation with a person, so that they can gauge their comfortability of the relationship. Like, you in a new relationship, if you want to be in the past, go back to the past. Obviously, you left that past because what? It ain't, it ain't work. Can I get an amen? Amen. Amen. All wow. right. So if you want to move oh, mothers. <laughs> if you want to move on to a new relationship that you're in and you still want to maintain friendships with people that you have relationships with, you slept with, then you need to have the decency and respect for the person that you're with to introduce that person so that that person that you're with feel comfortable enough to say, you know what, I'm okay with this. But as long as you don't do that, you're always going to give that individual that you're with reason to doubt. Oh. And when there's doubt... Oh, what is it? Or maybe they're just uh, your insecurities. Oh, no. That's, oh. Not, that's not insecurities. Mm-hmm. I, let me it say could this. be. Let me say this. And I think that there's four of us here at this table. Three out of four of us have been through the experience. And so, like, once you've been in a marriage or a relationship that has failed, it is so much more important to be transparent in your authentic self. Because what you become afraid of is the face, the fakeness and the falsity of what relationships are. And so, like, my stance is this. If you, if you like me, you should be able to say that. And if you don't, and it's, it's okay, you should be able to say that too. But at the end of the day, you need to be as authentic as you possibly can. Because at the end of the day, if you don't like me as a person, what are we doing? Mm. Why am I here? You know, if, if it's just something physical, make that be known. And then give me my decision. One thing I've always said is don't take my choice away. Right. And I feel like in this age of social media, it is so easy for people to take their choice away. Like, because you want to freaking frack with every Tom, Dick, and Harry and every cute girl that you see. Because they look good on Instagram. Right. You want to you wanna go with the DM queen. But at the end of the day, if you know you want to be with me, why can't you say that? And so for me, it is very easy for me to cut people off. I have been in several relationships and I am still friends with everyone but one. The one that I'm not, he put his hands on me, We he apologized, and we let that thing go. Because you don't need to be involved with me at that point. Beyond that, every one of my exes, we have had the conversation of why you are my ex. And why I can be friends with you. Because genuinely, I look for people who I can connect with on a friend's level. Because one thing that my grandmother but, taught me. But wait, time's out. That's you. But if you are in a new relationship, how does that... 
translate to the relationship. But like, that's what I'm saying. If you, if I'm interested in someone, if I think you're attractive, if I, if I see something in you that I like, my next step is to see if I am interested in you as a person. Can you be my friend? Can I laugh with you? Can I joke with you? Can I be my authentic self with you? And if I can't, then there's really nothing here, and I'm gonna waste my time. But that, but okay, stop. Time's out. Let me make sure we're on the same page. I hear you. I respect that. But you're not answering my question. Okay, we ask your question then, because okay. I feel like I answered it. Mm-mm. Because you're talking about getting into a relationship or establish a relationship. You've already determined that this is your relationship. You have these ex individuals who you've messed around with, or you've 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 been in relationships with. You're already in this current relationship. I'm in this relationship, and I have exes around. Right. So what? But, then what's but, the question? But, but the current individual does not know who these individuals are but you're you're still friends with these folks oh no you're gonna know and why is that important i feel like it's respecting i would never put you in a room with somebody who has known me in the most intimate way and you don't know that that person knows me like that you know i do have a different i'm sorry to cut you off yeah yeah, yeah. but you're saying it's, it's that respect thing right it and, I, and i believe and i believe about respect and everything However, did this person that you see, you know, dating or whatever you want to call it, has made you <clears throat> feel that you're being judged by him? No. Exactly. So that's the thing, the difference between me and about the way I think about introducing these irrelevant people to this new person is because at the beginning, I felt that this person judged me for who I am and for what I did. So that makes me build this wall mm-hmm. in front of me and not wanted it to come to him to be honest about who this person is. Okay, but here's So what my I do is I stop talking to these people because I have no relationship to anyone that I have sex encounters before because that's the way I that's the way I think. Do you feel in your relationship that you are open and honest enough with each other that you are honoring the relationship by telling them the truth. I think I, I'm, I think I have become really honest to on to this point. I think we both are honest with each other with anything. <clears throat> there are people that I actually haven't have anything like uh, as in sexually encounters like that. But there are people that I feel that have they don't bring anything to that relationship. So that for that I don't introduce these people to this person. Okay, so let me ask you this. In those situations, because um, for me as a female, and, and the way I look at things is men look at women different when, you have, when you've had other relationships. When you are talking to your partner, are you honest about the lack of feelings? And how relevant is it? Like, the person that I'm dealing with knows people who I feel are relevant. That could walk up to him and say, yo, I had your girl. Because she was my girl at one point. Um, but I also feel like I've protected myself where I'm not that chick that just be out there in them streets either. So there's not a random dude that could just walk up and be like, oh, yo, I had you. But... At the same time, I feel like when you're in a relationship with someone, there should be no boundaries. There should be no place where they don't know. Because if I'm in a relationship with you, I see something in you that I'm willing to be my most vulnerable self. So are those people even worth 
your time? Are they friendships? Like for me, I'm still friends with some of my exes. Well, most of my exes, I'm still friends. And so I feel like I have to let them know this is what happened. This is the X, Y, and Z because I'm still friends with them. If there's no connection, there's no relationship, you're not around and I never see you, I'm I'm not so apt to tell you um, as urgently. But like for me, I have... I have been an open book because I feel like I wasn't given that same respect in the past. Right. I, I do I do I do respect, you know, which whatever everybody thinks. But this person is telling me to stop talking to these people because A, Y, and C, right? Just because this person has introduced me to these people and be clear from the beginning. Not really actually that from the beginning. But he still knows that I feel some type of way. He still talked to these two people. They're still being friends, communicating them to today, you know, yesterday probably the text. And I have done this, blocking these people when I make it clear sometimes that I have, it's nothing beyond just a friendship that we have built. Yeah, we had some sexual encounters before, but we've built a friendship. Just okay. because I don't bring these people around, just because of the same thing that he judged me from the beginning for who I am or for what I did. I'm not going to, you know, I, I, that's the way I think. And I'm not going to change my way of thinking yes. because he has his way of thinking. I'm not telling him to stop thinking that way or to change the way he thinks. Yeah, he's a bother sometimes or he can be an inconvenience, but that's who he is. Okay, but, okay can I say something? Go Sorry. ahead. I want Kevin to speak too because he's been mad quiet. I know. So... I hear all that. I hear both of you. I respect that. I appreciate it. But at the end of the day, here's here's what I think about relationships. Oftentimes in relationship, we get so stuck about what our beliefs are and our feelings are. And we don't get stuck on what are, meaning us as a unit, relationship feelings are. And so there are things that you are going to want to do as an individual that you can't do as a couple because you're going to have to shed those beliefs in order to grow as a unit. And if you can't shed those those if you can't shed those beliefs in order to grow as a unit, then what's the purpose of you trying to be in a relationship? With but each you other? but okay, you have but you, you have question. changed though, but sometimes for the other person it's not enough. Here's my question, because I feel like, and I've said this before, and I've um, I've learned this several times in my life. I feel like men do physical, then emotional, um, and I feel like women are emotional and then physical. And so it becomes a thing where you become protective of yourself, because you know, like, like me as a woman, I'm very protective of how I feel, and I'm very protective of telling someone how I feel. I feel that men have diminished in the ability to express themselves emotionally. And so what that leaves is that there's no trust because I cannot trust you with your own feelings. This is how you feel. I'm not telling you to tell me what I want to hear. I'm asking you to tell me how you feel and you're not willing and capable to do that. So then as a woman, that makes me feel like, okay, if you don't know how you feel, then I'm going to hold back everything that I am. Okay, but, but part of the problem is that I think personally, Kevin, you jump in when you want I feel like 
part of that, though, is that society has created this conundrum where when we are open and emotional, that we are less than. Absolutely. Or we're weak. Or you're thinking from the wrong, you know, you've just been emotional, blah, blah, blah. You're not thinking clearly, blah, blah, blah. But our ability to express ourselves requires us to be vulnerable. And if you don't allow us to be vulnerable and accept our vulnerabilities at the moment that we give it to you, then why do you want us to be vulnerable when it's convenient for you? But who's you know, telling you not to be vulnerable? Right. If you're who's in telling you because some- you just said you just say weak. Mean you you getting weak by letting these people control the way you can express when yourself. When did I say you were weak? exactly no? Like when did I give you that well, impression? Well, sometimes <laughs> the, it may not be you, but sometimes there are women that'll do that. Y'all might be going through issues in a relationship, and you're trying so hard to tell that person, "I feel such and such way about A B C," and they don't want to hear it. Especially since we talked earlier about the income disparities and all that stuff. If you're in a situation where you're the man and you may be between jobs, you have all the ambition. Everything else is there. You have the ambition. You have the drive. You're getting out every day to go look for a job or to pursue your dream, whatever that is. But you don't have a job. And that woman eventually gets to the point where she's like, well, I'm making all the money. This is my, 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 this, my, 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 that. You don't have the right to... Feel some right. kind of way. Go in there and take the trash out or something. Shut up. Shut your mouth. Right. Or whatever. And make you feel less than... You. Some men are... The, once they're vulnerable and you shut them down, that's it. That's it. But the thing is, like, with my partner, I never had shut him down about how he feels. I actually comes to him and say, how, what is going on? What is in your head? What do you feel? He's the one that shut himself down. So okay. So of, then if it, but if but wait, time's case. out, time's out. Cut, time's out. I want to go back to this, this concept now. I want to go back to this concept because we didn't finish what Kevin, we didn't finish what Kevin's talking about. Now, you make a man feel weak. Like, you tell a man, you know, a man is vulnerable at a moment and you tell him, well, you need to stop being weak. Or you need to stop being this. Or you need to stop thinking like this. Like, don't, if, if you want me to be vulnerable so you can understand who I am, but then when I am vulnerable, you shut me down and you nicking at me that the fact that I'm vulnerable, what the hell do you want that, me that to do? Hold on. No, it's... That's not like a double standard. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I was in that relationship. I was in the relationship where I made more. My accomplishments were greater. And he was still trying to figure his life out. This is the problem that I had. I supported 100% where he was and what he did. And when it came to me, the support was not there. Period. It didn't matter what I did. With a T at the end, period. 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 There was, but what you, what, you, what you won't do is make me feel bad for my accomplishments because of the goals that I set for myself. Okay. And I think, that's, yeah, and I that's think a different that, story. That, that's that a is different a different way story, it. but yeah. I also feel like there's a lot of men out here that when the woman makes more money or the woman is more successful, then you try to diminish her in other ways. Well, you out here working, so what are you doing for our household? Right. Well, that's an insecurity thing. That is just that's one not my of those. problem. Mm-hmm. Like, my I didn't thing is, say it was your problem. Just, I should have dumbed myself problem. down. 
for a man that does not know how to ex- appreciate. Well, you shouldn't dumb yourself down for a man, a woman, a child, Anybody. your father, your sister, your brother, period. When you know who you are and you know what talent you bring to the world and when you need to blossom and when that when that water comes and, and, and waters you and you blossom, you do what the Lord provides for you. All right, people, that is a wrap on this relationship episode part one. I'm your host, Sean, and I am joined by your co-host, David, a.k.a. Peter. All right. So we look forward to doing our part two of relationships next year in 2019. Can you believe that? 2019. 2019. That means 19 years ago It was Y2K (laughs) Alright people So again Tune in Tell your neighbors Tell your friends Tell your family Rate, subscribe But most importantly Make sure you come back And listen to us For our second episode Of Relationships All the music that you heard On the podcast today Was created by my brother Crazy Drink Out of Detroit 313 With Blazing Heat Music Hit us up on Twitter Or Instagram Or even on Facebook At PeepsCreek.com That is P-E-E-P-S-C-R-E E-E-K We have a website too That is PeepsCreek.com You can Send us some comments You can say Hey I love Sean That's what I want to hear I love Sean You can also say You love David Next time In 2019 With Peeps Creek He too slow He'll, He'll come in When he's supposed to People Anyway See you in two weeks, you guys. In two weeks. Make sure you come back.